emergency. Hello. Never mind, I'll find. You should turn yourself up a tad. Someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you too. Don't forget me. I beg. I remember you said sometimes it lasts to love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Stead. Boy, does it hurt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We are here and back. It's Backity cocktail back, back. murder. It is cocktail murder. I'm Tosh. I'm Heidi. <laughs> and this is cocktail murder. We drink and we talk about murder. Yes. Um. Actually, but I'm not drinking this month. Um. I am fasting from drinking. So are you drink? You're not drinking the whole month or just the ten days? The whole month. Oh, okay. So I'm doing ten days, no meat, and low carb. Um, cause I can't go a <laughs> whole 30 no carb. Right. <laughs> and I can't do a whole 30 with no meat. I'm going to just be honest. Yeah, so, um, so I'm doing necessity. 10 days and I'm six days in, which is awesome. Um, so oh, only really? have, yeah, I only have four days oh, left nice. of no meat. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, but then, and then I'm doing 30 complete 30 days of no, um, alcohol and, uh, yeah. Nice. So. Well, so yeah, happy we about do, that. like you did say, that that's awesome, and and we always encourage our um, listeners, too, to, yeah. like, take breaks sometimes. Yeah. Dude, you don't have to drink all the time. No, you like, don't. It does suck sometimes. I mean, I was very <laughs> – good. like, yesterday we went to brunch, and, yeah. um, you know, I was, you know, basically acting DD, but I had a really good time, like – yeah, after you yeah. guys were you guys were downing the mimosas and it was great conversation. But I think I was over it when we went to the uh, the pool gathering the pool party. Yeah, so <laughs> I was so totally you over guys. It. Obviously, like we said, we do drink. Um, honey is not. Are you going by Honey now or Tom? Yeah, yeah, Honey. honey? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, you um, are not drinking for the month for like yeah. fasting purposes. Yeah. I am not drinking today because. I got so fucked up yesterday. Oh my god, you were turned. I was so turned. I haven't been turned up like that in a long time. But you and everybody else, like yeah, I feel like everyone, everyone was turned. We tur- except first for me. we except for you. <laughs> so yeah, we did start at brunch. We went to the Old Town Tequila Factory. Oh, so good, so bomb. The food is so good, Delicioso. and their bottomless mimosas. Love that. Their water is immaculate. <laughs> because that's what you had. <laughs> the waiter was like, "Where's your margarita?" I know. And like, oh uh, no, I'm not. Not, not today. Not today. Um, but yeah, I think you being DD made me get turned up even yeah. more. And I was encouraging it too. You I was are. like, "Drink yeah. up, yeah. like have fun, get loose, yeah. man." So that was fun. And then, yeah. and then after that, we went to the pool party. Yeah. At um the homegirls' house and so great. It was like nothing beautiful. But more champagne and tequila and oh just champagne yeah a lot of champagne a lot of tequila so much champagne no water except for the one water bottle i brought yeah (laughs) yeah and the pool and the pool (laughs) so it was it was such a good time but i will say if my energy is low today guys it's because i am still yeah 
fighting this hangover <laughs> right mm. now. <laughs> yeah. And if my energy is low, it's because I am going through a breakup. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. How are you feeling today? Do you feel okay? I feel okay today. That's you know, good. breakups are always hard, they but um, it's always going to be tough. But, you know, I think like, I mean, it was one of the one of the reasons why I uh, – one of the things that prompted the fasting was the breakup. And it wasn't just the breakup. It was just mm -hmm. kind of like, you know what? This was a uh, – this had a chaotic ending, you yeah. know, as well as the last relationship. I'm the common denominator. Yeah. So let me cleanse myself. It was just – I'm mm. trying to do a full – complete cleanse okay. let me just you know get closer to god and get closer to myself yeah. and, you know it was just yeah. that type it's of just thing. a reset like, just a reset i think yeah. when like relationships are over you do have to kind of sit back and like uh just reset and reevaluate like your life and your priorities and like where you're headed and what you see yourself doing because exactly especially when you're with someone and you guys kind of are you guys are long term and you expect to be long term sure you yeah. kind of have to like see your future a little bit differently exactly. after a breakup so. exactly and i yeah. went through the whole depressive state you know for the week and i'm you know done with that thank god but, <laughs> but um but yeah now it's really like okay what does the future have in store like what future do i want to create for myself right. now you know mm -hmm. and i i think i've never done that before and i'm finally doing that like i never saw just me in my future and yeah. um yeah and whoever wants to come on in you can come <laughs> but you know but i'm no longer going to be planning with anyone ever <laughs> yeah ever i think again. <laughs> like with my last relationship that is what i learned yeah the most from that is that i had my life planned out with this yeah. person like i yeah just like when i saw my future i saw this person in it even if i we all kind of knew that like it, it wouldn't have been the happiest, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah, situation yeah. for me, but I still planned it. And so when we broke up, it wasn't even that I was so upset about losing him. It was mm -hmm. just like, I made all these plans for my future and now all of it, it has gone away. Now it's right. all ripped away from me. Yeah. Everything yeah. that I've been planning, my five-year plan, my 10-year plan yeah. now is going is gonna look a little different not mm -hmm. completely different but you know if a nigga want to buy me a house you know <laughs> that'd like, be great <laughs> like when you're expecting a house yeah, and yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden you don't have that house you're like fuck now i gotta buy my own house like i have to be an independent woman yeah exactly to, yeah no exactly definitely. i mean but it's shout out to a man now though he's good he's a good guy oh yeah you do have a really good man now for sure yeah, yeah. and with me it's just one of those things where i'm just like you know what i I could easily like, you know, pull up a roster. <laughs> you I know mean, what yeah. I mean? I could easily, yeah. you know, get over someone by getting under someone, you know, that saying. Yeah. But I just I wanted to do something different. I'm like, I never really truly been single. I'm 24. Well, that shit never works anyway. Yeah. And I've never been single. And so I'm like, well, let me just be single. And it's so funny because as I'm like going through my little cleanse or whatever in my reset, I see so many TikToks of these women being like, okay, I choose this to be single for one year and then five years goes by. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, is this my future? Is this me? Is, is this me? Is this going to be me? And I think so. And I'm prepared to be single forever. Yeah. I think like Until a season like of 40. singleness is like, honestly, it's such a great time. And yeah. I think a lot of women or just like people in general, we forget to enjoy it. 
yeah. while we're in it because yeah. we all want someone, right? Of like course. we all we're yeah. all looking for someone. Exactly. And um, a strong man to just yeah, right. <laughs> hug me. Right. And it's me. hard <laughs> when you like go out and you see couples and oh you're my online God. and you see couples. Wait, the funniest like, thing, like I, you know, got invited to a show. I watch Ravina. Um mm, shout she, out to her. Yeah. Oh my God great she's awesome although she does this meditation segment in the middle of her shows which could come off as cool but because i am a believer of the lord i was like <laughs> i don't know about this <laughs> but you know well it, and it's not to say that you know yeah believe i'm in sure the lord and, and meditate. meditate no yeah it was just interesting well, if the energy if you didn't feel the energy was right by doing just, that then you don't do it. it i would just say it freaked me out that basically everyone in the building had their eyes closed and was like breathing in and out as she was instructing everyone to do uh-huh. and my thing is like are you really a yogi because if not i don't know oh, if I'm yeah gonna follow just, you yeah, know what i mean true. it's just kind of yeah. like whatever i just like yeah, you don't know I'm enough about my... her to know if you should be following her yeah exactly you know? and that was the yeah. first time i heard about her was when i got invited yeah. to the show so i'm sure she's great but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she probably is she's all like a super yogi and but anyways <laughs> um so i was at the show and um in front of me were first of all behind me were couples and front of me were couples just like watching her yeah. and like they were all kissing and then like the couple in front of me I was like looking at their phone as they had it out and they were recording the show and then the boyfriend <laughs> flipped the camera and then he kissed his girlfriend Aww. I was like oh my god really in front of me are you kidding me what the fuck don't you know I'm going through a breakup yeah I'm like right now? stop <laughs> like what the hell and I wanted to be like excuse me you're in my way but I was like you know what? let me not be bitter <laughs> like you guys go ahead that's funny. but um that's funny. yeah it, it's well, hilarious that's hard. But breakups are hard it's hard but i you know i yeah yeah <laughs> it's hard but i i'm excited for this new chapter yeah. of this single season um and just getting to know myself yeah honestly <laughs> well speaking of relationships ending yeah one of the most Good looking couple. My God. Ever graced this earth. Listen, me and Michael B. Jordan are going through the same thing right now. (laughs) You guys are on the same page right now. We're on the same page. We and we know what we want. And (laughs) that's funny. Yeah. But Michael B. and Lori Harvey. Yeah. Had since split. And the rumor is that they split because he was ready to settle down mm-hmm. and she was not. Duh. Which is like, uh, yeah. She's young. She's hot. She's fucking beautiful. And then, I mean, look at the people she's dated prior to him. Like, not saying that, you know, not comparing them, you know, all the guys together, but she's clear. Like, she doesn't know what she wants. You know what I mean? That's what well, I, think. I And that's the thing. It's not about not knowing what you want. It's just like when you're dating, you're that's what dating is. Mm, like, mm-hmm, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, in a sense, it's not knowing what you want, but it's about finding like what true, you want. True. And like you. And if he's not it. Yeah. If then he's, he's not, not it, it. He's not yeah, it. Then yeah. that's okay. And I saw this girl on Twitter. Um, I wish I would have kept the tweet, but she was like, um, if a man dated someone for a whole year and then broke up with her because um he just wasn't ready to settle down yet y'all would like be in a frenzy and all this stuff but i'm just like that does happen though i'm like what how come nobody knows what the fuck dating is yeah it's it's like okay if you get with someone then 
it should be so serious and get married to them. Like, no, no. sometimes you can be exclusive with someone for a year and not and know I think yet. That's, I think that's a reasonable where, where amount it's of time. Go. Yeah, and come on, like, first of all, let's be honest. Step out of the social media world. Men, both for men once. and women, do break up with each other. It's a breakups happen all the time. It happens all the time because <laughs> either the man doesn't want to be with her or the woman doesn't want to be with him it or, happens all or the time mutually yeah. i've had a mutual breakup before Same, and yeah. like yeah like sometimes it's just it's it not just happens. it sometimes you guys just are not aligned and it's okay or your goals might it be hurts. different yeah and it sucks and it, it doesn't hurts. mean that like but it's not the end of it the doesn't world mean that Lori's out here like yeah anyway so next right like right. no it doesn't yeah. mean she's out here i'm sure that Obviously, we don't know these people. No, we <laughs> but, don't know Michael V. And but I'm sure he's hurt, and I'm I'm sure she's, she's hurt, hurt too. too. Yeah, like because it does suck. Because I mean, as you do get older, Michael V. He is older than Lori Harvey. She's yeah. young, and she does still have a lot of time. Yeah, um, and a lot of like growing and learning to do, and ha she just has a lot of time to find her right person mm -hmm. whereas michael b jordan he's a little bit older he mm -hmm. might know what he wants a little bit more mm -hmm. a little bit more mature and so it makes sense that like they can absolutely be in love with each other mm -hmm. but it just not be the right time for them to be together yeah and it may never be it may and exactly their time and that's the thing like a break like don't hold on to it either exactly. you know like that just because it's not the right time doesn't mean like doesn't there mean that will be a right time. yeah that you guys can reconnect at some point sometimes like you experience that person for that moment exactly and sometimes that's it so just, take that they serve a yeah. purpose they and serve a purpose and and take that wonderful on. purpose but yeah yeah but you you do have to move forward and yeah and I guess we'll see what happens, you know, with those two. I thought that, honestly, thought they, were, they were like the most handsome couple you've ever seen in your life. They like, were gorgeous. They're both so of them. beautiful. Yeah, they matched each other's energy. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. it was gorgeous. But and then you don't, you really don't know what goes on in the, you know, in the relationship. And, exactly. Um, yeah, it could have been mutual and it just hurts yeah you know it just sucks though like obviously this is all way easier said than done obviously yeah <laughs> i've Seriously. been in relationships with, with people a lot longer than i should have and we both knew yeah. we shouldn't be in it but yeah, we yeah, just yeah. still just, just couldn't let go yeah so obviously again it's a lot easier said than done but i found i heard something very interesting we went to church yesterday mm. and um the pastor had just asked the question like if you were to have a superpower what would it be that's a normal question a lot of people ask that and he was like but think outside the box don't mm -hmm. do anything like you know invisibility or flying or right. like think outside the box he had a very interesting answer and he said that his superpower mm -hmm. would be that people could not lie to him. Mm. If he asked any question to mm -hmm. anyone, they will like they had to tell the truth. They're compelled to tell the truth. Yes. Mm. And like, how do you feel about that? Like, would you want that? Is that because that is a very interesting superpower to have. I OK. <laughs> In the state that I'm in, granted, I've only been fasting for six days. <laughs> um, but since I've, you know, been praying more and reading more and, you know, I feel like um, 
I, I feel like my mindset is a little bit more clear than it was before. Um, yeah, I want that. Okay. I want that. Um, only because the person who I was six days ago, last month or three weeks ago, would not be able to take the truth. And I would, I mean, I've, we've had a discussion where I said that I wanted to ask a question knowing the truth, but I wasn't ready to ask the question because I was, um, I was going to take the lie Yeah, that you, I would have received. Wanted the I lie. wanted the lie. Yeah. So at that time, absolutely not. I wouldn't want that super power, but yeah. now mm -hmm. I want the truth. Yeah. Because when you lie to a person, you're taking a decision away from a person. That is very And true. I've allowed so many people, willingly, so many people take yeah. my decision away. And now that I'm in this six-day cleanse, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, fuck that. Yeah, I want the truth. Because I don't, I'm tired yeah. of like, I, I want to make my own decision mm -hmm. based off of what I see. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And what I know. So, yeah, I, yeah, I like it. I, I fucking hate that because I've definitely been in situations where people have taken my option away mm. by lying. And then it's fucked up because I'm like, if you would have told me the truth, I would still, I still would have fucked with you anyways. <laughs> so, but, so, but now I can't fuck with you because you're a right. fucking liar, you know? Right, like, right. so, yeah. But, but like even just like besides like in a relationship, like just anyone, like you can ask a stranger on the street. Yeah. Like what would you ask a stranger? What would I ask a stranger? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, gosh, it depends on, on the circumstance. Like I don't know why the first thing that popped in my head is like I would ask a homeless person a bunch of questions. Okay. I don't know why, like, yeah. but I would just ask like what like what brought you here? Yeah. In this place. You know what I yeah. mean? Not saying that like, you know, it's again like we understand society and that like it does oh, bring yeah. people down, but also like God is I don't know how to say this without sounding so blunt, but was yeah. it your fault? Well, yeah, you like, know what I mean? Are, like do you did you fuck up somewhere? Yeah, do you haven't like have because you, I feel like no matter the situation, as human beings, as we have to find the accountability somewhere in all of our situations. Yeah. So I, like we can't I would ask those questions. Say like, oh, I'm here because everybody else in the world right. did something wrong to for me. For sure. For when sure. sometimes it is like you do have to, you know, hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And then I would, of course, make my way to like a Beyonce concert or something and <laughs> find my way to her and ask her so many questions so many about the questions. industry. <laughs> Are you in the Illuminati? Yes or no? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> What's really Illuminati going down? Um, oh, that's yeah. good. That's what about good. you? Like, what do you like? What questions would you ask a stranger, or Dude. who would you ask? Like, what? Who is the one person that you would want to ask a question where you, you know, they're compelled to tell the truth? So, like, who? Yeah. Who would you ask, and what would you say? I don't know. Like the true crime person in mm. me wants to like go to like well-known like criminals uh -huh. like what did you do and how did you do it Ooh. or like i want to ask like tupac like who shot you oh like, who killed yeah, you? you know yeah, like that's what it. like yeah. i would do yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of yeah. someone specifically like but if that if i had that power dude i'd be an amazing fucking like yeah 
who like a prosecutor or someone? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I just think that you know, yeah, shit, you would be in a yeah because yeah. they would have to tell the truth all the time. So. Oh, you're from all I have to monopoly. ask is, did you do it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Like I would want to ask OJ, like, what happened that what night? What really happened? And then I would have to ask Chris. Oh, oh my God, I would sit Chris Jenner down. down. Oh, and the, we're no, having some the tea, whole honey. Kardashian family. Yeah, and we're oh, having imagine some tea. their tea. We having some tea. Imagine their tea. Wait, wait, but the thing, because like there always has to be like a. I don't know, not a downfall. I don't know what word I'm looking oh, for. Oh, yeah, but like, like the, a, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, to a power. Um, but you know the truth, but you can't, like, you can't, like, repeat it. Oh, interesting. So you have to find a creative way. Like, yeah. so if you are a prosecutor, you have to find a creative way. Oh, I don't know. So if you're doing, like, if. Yeah, like, you I have guess if you're confession, you have to, um. Like put the dots together. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Like like you can't repeat it or anything. Yeah. But in favor that, of that you. Is like, that or, is such yeah. a downfall. And that's why I asked you, like, did you would you want that superpower? Because there just simply are things in this world that we do not want to know the answer to. That's true. Whether it's like that's things true. of the world or like personally. Yeah. Like things personally. Ooh, yeah. I'd be like, I didn't ask for all that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want <laughs> to ask, the details. like, am I an attractive person? Oh, and, and they're like, they're like no. no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. But then, you know, they're not. You can't even be like, that's a fucking lie because I'm cute, you <laughs> yeah. know? Because it's like, no, yeah. they're telling the yeah. truth, you know? And like, also, really know you know, truth is, like, could be slightly skewed based off of, like, your perspective of, like. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's not. And yeah, know. truth isn't just black and white. That's why you it's have to not, ask yeah. hella questions. You can't just yeah, ask, truth like, is not black and white. At like all. I just said, like I would ask, like, did you do it? But what if they did do it? But there's like a whole reason then, yeah. behind. You know, it's yeah. like they did, but they didn't. But exactly. they did. Like yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be a very interesting superpower, and I'm glad he brought that up because. Yeah. And the pastor in him was like. Well, he would like to ask people how they are, and instead of people saying, like, oh, I'm fine, then yeah. they would be able to, like, share how they're really feeling because, yeah. you know, people are so, like, surface. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I was not thinking about that when he no, said No, I was it. saying <laughs> instantly. I was like, did you cheat on me? Yes right, or no? exactly. Did you do this? Yes or no? <laughs> do you even love me for real? Right, like, right. What the or fuck? What's it, uh, Sammy on um, – Jersey Shore. Are you friends with her? Yes, <laughs> yes. or no? Are you friends with her? Right. <laughs> no, for real. Oh, um, that would be well, the question. Always is always. Um. So what are we? Oh, oh no. my god. <laughs> this is how I knew. This is how I knew. It just. Okay, ladies, hear me out. <laughs> if you ask that question, I asked that question for the first. I've never asked that question in yeah. any relationship except for one. And the one question or the one time I did ask it, I didn't get a straight answer. No. And I should have known. I was like, huh, okay, <laughs> we're going somewhere? What does that mean? Yeah, no, yeah. that doesn't. I just, like, uh, if you have to ask, just know you're it's about not to it. not get a straight answer. Exactly. Like, if you're unsure, they are probably unsure. Exactly. Like, and, and then to, and then leave it like that. And then from there, 
figure out what you want to do. And move the fuck on because yeah. you don't want to be sitting there trying to define the relationship exactly. for the next year. Exactly. Like, that's whack too. Yeah. 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 If, you, if Look, uh, if a man wants you, wants to be with you, and wants to be exclusive with you, it's so he simple. will tell you. It's simple because he will. Because as women, we do. Yeah. With, if we're like, like, I don't know, like, I, for me, and I know a lot of women that I'm around, like, if we want to be with someone or mm-hmm. we want to be exclusive with someone, we make it known. Yeah, it's not do. like we're, like, sitting there, even if we don't say it straight up. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll – It's obvious. Yeah. It's just – it's very obvious. We will make obvious. it known that we want to be with you. Yeah, and it's also – there are plenty of guys out there who makes it obvious. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, they will straight simple up as tell that. you. They make it obvious yep. as well, so – um wow how much time do we have left do we have like five minutes five minutes um Devin Haney oh yeah there was another well actually it wasn't a great fight it was a good fight it was a it was a a strategic fight that he had he is now the world what is he lightweight uh, yeah, champion. champion to go, basically, what happened? It what happened was <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there was an Australian fighter. I forgot his name. I don't know his name. Combosos. Combosos. No, he's gr- Greek or Spartan. Yeah, he's, he's Greek, a, but he's from Australia. Yeah, from Australia, which apparently there's a huge population of of Greek people. Yeah, it's like the most. It has the most Greek people outside of Greece. Yeah, interesting yeah. in Australia. So that was an interesting fact. Who knew? Yeah, so um, anyways, he was in Australia, had all the belts, and was like, if anybody wants to fight me for the belts, you got to come here. I'm mm-hmm. not going to the States. Because basically, he went to, he came here to the United States um, and got the belts one by one, took it back to Australia, and then Devin Haney mm-hmm. went to Australia. Like, okay, Australia, but- mate. <laughs> and uh yeah and got the title and all the titles and yeah, all the belts took all his belts. Yeah, yeah and um not heavyweight lightweight yeah disputed lightweight champion of the world yeah so right now, um yeah that was awesome and i just uh like just watching that is cool i mean he had mentioned um when he was younger in an in interview that mm-hmm. like that's what he wanted to do he told his dad yeah and um that came into fruition you know and he's yeah. what 23 he's 24? 23 so yeah young he has a lot of fight in him a lot of fight in him yeah. and um yeah so that was just like really cool to like to watch, watch and a great yeah. one you know the weekend prior was Gervonta and then now it's yeah. Devin Haney and two great we, fighters we said what would be cool is if they fought each other yes Devin Haney that would be crazy Gervonta. I think it would be cool I don't think it's anything that needs to happen yet but eventually it's too yeah it is too soon I would want to see fight. it yeah, I would want to see. Oh, it, but yeah, it's too that'd soon. Be pay-per-view. I think yeah, that'd but be they're good, both like, oh, my God, they're both amazing. You know, I, I mean, love them. Devin, they're both so cute. Oh, my God, they're both cuties, you know, so and Devin Haney and um, India Love. They're the cutest things ever. Yeah, they're such a so cute couple. Cute. Yeah. Such a cute couple. She was fanning out to her man, okay, at the fight. I thought As that, she should. Yeah, I thought that that was the cutest thing, too. Even though <laughs> there was one moment that was a bit cringe, but. <laughs> certain things, just like when your man is fresh out of the fight, can you not put your phone in his face like, to record the moment? Like, like, let him, he was making his rounds, you know, hugging everybody. Like, like, I, I totally get it. Like, you're like. Excited. She's an influencer. Oh, like, that too. recording is like her life Mm -hmm. so i get it but like that i just i don't know that just wasn't the time or the moment for it because it was yeah 
was his moment. And it was being recorded. It was on TV. Yeah. You were going to have and that she moment. she was there. We yeah. saw her. Exactly. You were there. We saw you with him. We know so, that's your man. I don't know. It's just so weird. It was just so weird. It was just kind of cringy, but yeah. it's a little, there's etiquette. You know what I mean? Your man's tired. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let him, you know, do his interview. Let and, him have his moment. Yeah. And with his family as well, with his dad. Yeah. Like, let him. Oh, his dad was you there. You know? Yeah. Um, his yeah. mom was there. And stepmama. And <laughs> <laughs> oh lord and the nanny or whoever she and, was yeah who was that tall white lady yes, somebody tell us lips. right i need help i need who, to know she was tall she was so tall what the hell was that she stood out in like a crowd of like thousands of people thousands of people i'm like <laughs> but who are you who like are that's you? the thing it's what the are question. you to this family <laughs> um but yeah so that was nice yeah, that was that was dope. That was a that was a good like it, it was a decent fight, but it was just cool to see him out there. Yeah, cool to see him fighting, win. and he's really quick and defensively sound. Very defensive. Yeah, <laughs> very defensively. Yeah, sound. he's a good fighter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh my God! Happy Pride Month! It is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to everyone who is participating and is in support. <laughs> I was going to say to everyone who is gay. Yeah, who is a part of the community. The Libatica. Libatica. Um, plus the LGBTQ plus. And some. And some. Period. Because for real, it's a lot of y'all. It is a lot of y'all. It's a lot of y'all. <laughs> y'all, you guys are basically a nation. Out That's here. what I, I was like. I wanted to ask, like, is it uh, like – are we putting this into like this group anymore? Because mm. it, 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 there's so many. It's different, not even like the, you can't even like be a label anymore. You know, because it's just, just you are. You just are. You just are. So it's like, is it even really so, like a community? Yes, I don't know? think so. Yeah, it's just you are, yeah. and we are recognizing you guys. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I guess like there are people who obviously have an issue with the lgbtq plus community yeah but like i just feel like we're stepping into a time where like me i don't i don't like think anyone is straight or gay or trans anymore i think people i don't even are, assume just are yeah i don't <laughs> at this point like i don't I really put a don't label know. on anyone anymore yeah, do so. yeah it's just kind of like if you choose to tell me what your preference is, yeah. then you let me know. I mean, the more we talk, the more I'm going to figure, like, it, the yeah, more it's, oh, it's probably going to come up at some point. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, because that's your identity. Yeah. Like, that's who yeah. you are. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but like happy- I'm talking to a girl and I'm like, damn, I sucked the skin off this nigga's dick last night. And she's like, I don't like dick. Then then, then I'm going to know. Then it's like, oh, you okay. don't like dick. Then <laughs> you are a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, happy Pride Month. And um, because of that, we are going to spin the block on one of our stories um, yeah. regarding these men and um, uh, in Canada. <laughs> like, what are you trying to say right <laughs> I know. now? How do I say it? With, I, I don't know how to speak without giving the story away. Yeah, like, that's true. So, um, well, yeah, since it is Pride Month, we did want to tell a story about um, – People that are in that community, yeah, um, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, obviously, you got, you guys know here in Cocktail Murder, we tell stories um, about victims of color, yeah. um, black victims, and just like marginalized 
um, victims because those are the stories that go untold and underreported and unheard and things like that. So um, um, obviously, unfortunately, we are telling the story of uh, men that um, were enjoying their lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the gay village of Mm -hmm. Toronto, um, but unfortunately have lost their lives because of who they are. are. Yeah. Okay. So without someone was afraid to be. Yeah. Yeah. Without further ado, um, like I said, we're going to take a trip to Toronto. There is a small neighborhood called Church and Wellesley, which is known to be the gay enclave of Toronto. It was actually called Toronto's gay village. Kind of like here in San Diego, we have Hillcrest. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like our gay village, Mm -hmm. um, which is so fucking fun you guys if it you is. ever come it's the best yeah come to san diego and go to um gossip grill or um riches, riches. oh yeah. my god so much fun yeah such a blast and the people there are just so fun riches like the waiters are just they are great they yeah. are so fun yeah and like yeah and they get you fucked up yeah like seriously yeah <laughs> they are heavy pourers over there okay yeah. From 2010 to 2017, seven years, this fun little neighborhood was under attack and men began disappearing, and it was the work of Bruce MacArthur. Mm. A quick background of Bruce. He was raised on a farm and his parents fostered many Toronto children, so their home was always filled with six to ten kids at all times. Reminds me of us growing up. We were not foster children, but yeah. there were seven of us in yeah. the house. So mm-hmm. I just I remember it being um, loud yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, there's always someone there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we a lot of us shared rooms. Yeah, <laughs> like you know. So I definitely know what that's like. Um, his parents were very religious, and Bruce knew um, that they wouldn't approve of him being gay. So he grew up denying his sexual orientation and ended up marrying a a woman in which he had a son and a daughter. He began having sexual affairs with men in the 90s and eventually came out to his wife. In 1997, they separated and Bruce began frequenting bars and clubs in Toronto's gay village. I wonder if, like, you marry a guy who's, like, down low. Mm -hmm. Like... Do you know? Like, do you have a feeling, you know? I think you would know. Like, you know, I was watching Real Housewives of Potomac and mm. um, Ashley's hubby. Mr. Michael. His gay ass. And the reason why I'm saying gay allegedly. ass. Allegedly. Allegedly. But I, I don't like him anyway. So no, he's I'm a, a terrible, yeah. He's, he's a, a terrible, terrible guy. <laughs> terrible, terrible guy. And like, yeah, no, he's gay as hell. And she keeps denying that she is. <laughs> and it's like kind of known. Like yeah. everybody thinks this. Every, But not just this, based off of uh, his actions. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Pretty he's gay. super gay. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think that you know, you just, you're in denial. Yeah. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, in 2001 on Halloween, Bruce met a male sex worker named Mark Henderson at Mark's home. That's my man's name. It's so weird (laughs) to say that. (laughs) (laughs) While walking into the apartment, Bruce struck him in the back of the head with a metal pipe over and over again. Mark eventually lost consciousness. After some time, he regained consciousness and called 911. That is just scary. 
Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like you and I are the same when we're just walking down the street and there are people walking behind us. I just move and let them pass yeah. because I do not like people behind me. I don't like people walking behind me. It's yeah. just it's too vulnerable of a place to be exactly with someone behind you. Bruce actually turned himself in for this attack. He said that he had not he didn't remember anything um, or he didn't remember doing it or why he did it. Mm. Um, which is that's what the fuck? stupid. <laughs> like how yeah, you just I did go it, there. But I don't remember doing it. He's like, I yeah, I I like don't remember doing it or why I did it. But it's like, well, why would you have a why if you don't exactly. remember doing it? Yeah. Like fucking weirdo. And why would you turn yourself in? And what and what are you here for? Exactly, <laughs> like, weirdo. God, man, these people are so weird. No, seriously. Oh, yeah. He pleaded guilty, but basically got nothing for attacking this guy. So whatever he said worked. Jail time was recommended um, by the court, uh, but the court believed that Bruce was a low risk. Uh, was at low risk to reoffend. He said, or they said that there was a possibility that he attacked Mark because he was on his anti-seizure medication and a muscle relaxant at the same time. And basically that was recreationally taken before sex. Um, And so that's what caused him to like black out, basically. Mm -hmm. Bruce spent one year on house arrest, six months with a curfew, which he was like 50 years old already. So like, what the fuck is... Like yeah. a curfew, like yeah. what he's in, he's in bed having supper or in the <laughs> house having supper by Stop four it. o'clock. Stop it. So what the fuck? Okay. And then, um, and then <laughs> three months on probation. He was also forbidden to possess firearms for 10 years, consume drugs unless prescribed and needed to take anger management. Later on, the attack was expunged from Bruce's record. And I don't know why the fuck it was expunged, but it, it was right it was remember you guys this is like a 50 year old white guy and like he attacked someone he goes in turns himself in says he doesn't remember and then the court is like well okay yeah he was on a seizure anti-seizure medication and took a relaxant because he was about to go have sex and that's why he blacked out and almost killed a man. And almost killed a guy while blacking out. <laughs> while blacking out. But he's at low risk to reoffend. And we're just going to make sure he stays home for six months. Exactly. What the fuck? That's crazy. And even then, like, if he doesn't do harm to others, like, because let's say he did black out, he could do potentially harm to himself. Yeah, like, exa- right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just, like, wouldn't all that the way- be a high risk reoffender? Yeah. Just all the way messed up in terms of how it's handled. Exactly. And then expunged. What kind of bullshit? Right. In 2002, Bruce became known in the area for his BDSM fetish. If you don't know what BDSM is, Mm. go listen to Rihanna, first and foremost. (laughs) Because I may be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. (laughs) So BDSM is bondage, discipline, Domin, what is what? Domin, wait, wait, hold on. Bondage discipline. <laughs> what is that? I think it's supposed to be dominant. Dominance. It says Dominicane. What, what the hell is it? Dominicane. What is, what it is Dominicane? 
Oh, dominance. Yeah. Dominance. <laughs> Typo, dominant cane. Whoa. <laughs> Who was I talking about thinking Girl, about? Right? I know. She said, and dominant cane <laughs> with submission. Right. And so, <laughs> don't make me submit to a dominant cane. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, <laughs> dominance and submission and sadomasochism. That's mm-hmm. what BDSM stands for. He was on several dating sites such as Recon, Silver Daddy, <laughs> Man Jam. I want me a Silver Daddy. <laughs> me too, honey. Not the salt and pepper. Girl, girl. Man Jam Grinder, which we all know what Grinder is. Yeah. Um, Bear 411. <laughs> Bear Forest, Damn. Scruff, oh, Daddy Hunt, Zaddy, Squirt, Squirt, hold and, on, and Growler. Who's squirting Who on this app? Squirting. Who's squirting on this app? Come on. But I don't know. They might know okay. someone. I, I'm not a man and I'm not gay, so I don't know. They might know something. Maybe I know. They, they do know a little something. I something. guess I never made a man squirt before. No, so. so I haven't. Um, which, like, that's a lot of dating sites. Yeah, d- he was on all of them? When I was on dating sites, I was on one dating one site. One at a time. I can't take And even then, that's, like, overwhelming. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. So, what the hell? Yeah. Okay. Bruce, his reputation went from knowing that he had a BDSM fetish to he began getting a little too rough and then no one wanted to deal with him anymore. Mm. So he was banned from Toronto's gay village. Oh my God. So it went from like, oh yeah, BDSM and sex and this and that to like, don't mess with him. He, he does too much. Yeah. Like he gets too rough. Yeah. Which is like, which really sucks. And as women, I don't, I don't, I can't say speak for all women, but I know for me, I've been in situations like sexually with guys where it got a little too much, mm. and it was like you, you just feel like so small. Oh wow, you know, and it's yeah. like I don't think that they mean to. I mean, obviously, this guy meant to, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but the, like yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that they mean to. But when you're uncomfortable, you're just like. Well, you like really do freeze it up. is you're so wow. turned off and you're just like, yeah. this is terrible. Yeah. Like this went from very sexy to very bad very yeah. quickly. So, yeah, I just I understand why they're like, Ooh. don't even fuck with him. Are because- you OK? <laughs> yes, <I'm> okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I've never done. De- I've never. I mean, luckily, yeah. if I've ever been in that situation, I was able to be like, stop. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and like, that's, oh, that's and, good. That's you good. know, yeah, yeah. not but a still, lot but of you women know how are it, able but to you know do how that. it feels. Exactly. And to, why someone for, might like, not for say, that switch yeah. to hit. And you're yeah. like, all of a sudden, like, you're like, this, this is a button. Is, yeah. <laughs> stop I'm it anymore. not having a good time. <laughs> Don't choke me and call me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's rude as fuck. Right. <laughs> you start fighting him. Okay. Um, yeah, so he was banned, god damn, from the gay village. Yeah. The whole village. The whole village. They all threw him out. Right. Um, so we're going to talk about Skandaraj Navartnam, a.k.a. we're just going to call him Skanda. Um, he was a 40-year-old man who moved to Canada from Sri Lanka in, 90, in the 90s as a refugee. He settled in Toronto's gay village. He was described to be very social and fun and always ready to help. He was very educated and had an interest in global affairs. One of the bartenders at a bar called Zippers said that he was the kind of guy that when he started laughing, everyone else would join in and laugh too for no reason. 
In the early 2000s, he began dating and began dating Bruce MacArthur. None of his friends really liked Bruce, but Skanda seemed really happy, so no one really said anything. Let me just say this. (laughs) If your friends and family all in unison agree that they don't fuck with your partner, you should listen to them. You should, but just like we said earlier, yeah. easier said than done. It is. It I is. think you and I have both been in relationships True. where our families and friends, and friends were did like, not fuck uh, with that person. no, that's not. And we're like, yeah, you're a hater. Yeah. Like, I'm in love. I, it's us against the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it's never you guys against the world. It's, it's never It's that. always your partner against you, and that's a toxic yeah. relationship, and get yeah, out. Yeah, and if you feel like it's y'all against the world, then that's not good. it's a toxic relationship. Because you should, always, to break it to you. you should always have a community. It should never just be yeah. you and your partner. No. And for young girls who who's in high school and you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you probably don't fuck with your home life right now and get you some friends, yeah. you know, people and that love you. don't shut people out. Like really, honestly, like please <laughs> listen, and, take these words. And as the friend, I've been on both sides. Yeah. Like do you tell that person, mm-hmm. I don't believe in like beating it into someone and like, yeah, making it seem like I'm hating on the relationship, mm-hmm. but I've had friends, I've had you like ask yeah. me like, well, like, what do you think about this? I will always tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I just, just always tell the truth. If you feel like your friend, your loved one is in a relationship with someone they shouldn't be. Tell the truth. You should say, you should say something. Yeah. You should, don't just be like, oh, well, they're happy. So whatever. Like, yeah, no. no, if you feel like something is off, say it. You mm-hmm. don't have to say it every day, all the yeah. time, but say but something. at some point, make it known. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, okay, so September sixth, two thousand ten, was last seen. Um, he was last seen leaving Zippers, um, at the popular bar with a man. He was reported missing ten days later. Bruce was not investigated in the disappearance of Skanda. Moving on to Abdul Abdul Bazur Fazi. A 42-year-old husband and a father of two was an immigrant from Afghanistan that moved to the suburbs of Brompton. Back home, he was told that he should never come out as gay and that he should, quote, find God or leave, end quote. Abdul Bazur was, in fact, living a double life. One as a husband and a father and the other as a gay man that frequented bars in Toronto's gay village. He was hired by Bruce to work for his landscaping business and also developed a sexual relationship. Don't fuck your boss, guys. Don't do it. Don't fuck your boss. Don't do it. Or your coworker. Or oh, your supervisor. Yeah. Do not fuck Don't do your that. Work. Don't do that. Um, he was last seen December 28th, 2010, while at Black Eagle Bar and Steamworks Bathhouse. He was reported missing the next day by his family. The police initially told his wife that he may have just abandoned them and didn't want to be found. Like, what? Why? <laughs> Why did you come up with that? Like the worst, one of the worst case scenarios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? His car was found abandoned on Moore Avenue near a ravine that was a popular cruising sport for gay men. Spot. Spot. Oh, <laughs> so many typos. Uh, cruising spot. Uh, popular cruising spot for gay men. 
Bruce was not investigated in his disappearance. Just like Abdul Bazar, Majid Kahan, 58 years old, was an immigrant from Afghanistan and was living a double life. He had a wife and children, but also frequented the village. Um, he was hired by Bruce to work for his landscaping business as well, and mm -hmm. also developed a relationship with him. He was last seen in, seen in the village October 18th, 2012. His adult son reported him missing about a week later when he was unable to get a hold of him. Bruce was not investigated in his disappearance either. Sarush Mahmoudi was a refugee from Iran. Iran. Is that how you say it? Iran? Iran. Iran. <laughs> and met and married his wife in Canada. Now, he was not connected to the village like the others, but he was in a four-year relationship with a transgender woman that frequented the village before he married his wife. Mm. He was last seen on August 15th of 2015 and was re reported missing by his wife a couple days later. Bruce was not investigated in this disappearance. Andrew Kinsman, 49 years old, was an LGBTQ plus activist and a former bartender in the village. He had a lot of friends, so when he went missing in June of 2017, it was reported immediately. He had known Bruce for over a decade and eventually began helping him with his landscaping business. Mm. He also developed a sexual relationship with him. What's up with Bruce and landscaping and sexual relationships? Dude, it's like, it's, that's like his it's thing. It's like, oh man, look at you. Yeah. Doing my job on <laughs> But we'll yards. see why though. We see yeah. why in the end. Mm -hmm. Okay, however, when Andrew went missing, Bruce was not investigated um, in his disappearance. Uh, Selim Isen, I'm sorry guys, if we're butchering these names, yeah. uh, we do apologize for that, yeah. but, um, okay, he was 44 years old, was from Turkey, and moved to Canada to marry his boyfriend. Unfortunately, it was known to be an unhealthy relationship. He ended up staying with friends often because of the toxic relationship. He became unemployed and started getting into drugs. After some time, he was going to get counseling from St. Stephen's Community House, where Bruce was a client of. Bruce was very trusted within the organization. Salim was reported missing on April 20th of 2017. Mm. Once again, Bruce was not um, questioned or investigated in this disappearance. Of course. Dean Lisowick and Karushna Kanagaratnam were hard stories to find. They were both homeless and didn't have any relatives or family in the area. Ugh. When they went missing, there was no one to report it. That's so sad. Ugh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's hard. And imagine, like, all of these men, too, like, they are coming from different areas of the world, yeah, you know? And yeah. so imagine them coming. Some of them came with their families, but – a lot of these men, like, you know, they don't really have anyone. They're new to this country. Right. And not only are they new, but they're also gay, exactly. which is so different. So they're already ostr ostracized. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From the so, society. Yeah. 
and not just they're they're not just from anywhere they're from middle east they're from afghanistan and iran which is also like obviously americans have a fucking problem oh my god yeah yeah yeah. so not just religious wise but yeah 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 crazy um Okay, so it seemed like men were disappearing and the police weren't able to come up with any leads or suspects. Or maybe they just didn't care to find out why. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Missing Rainbow Community, who also could not find um, – oh, I'm so sorry. I just skipped ahead. <laughs> um, however, there were three task forces created. Uh, there were called Project Houston – which received anonymous tips that led investigators to Bruce MacArthur, but without any evidence, they had to disband. Rainbow Community, who also could not find evidence, and Project Prism. They were able to find surveillance footage of Andrew Kinsman approaching a 2004 Dodge Caravan, which was later found to have belonged to Bruce MacArthur. Interesting. When they went to first, it's so interesting. Like when you take a look at investigations, and there seems to be a dead end, and all you need is like one piece to one start. Little piece. one little piece starts connecting dots. Mm-hmm. It's that's just amazing to me because it creates this like domino effect, and it happens I every mean, almost it, every time. It really shows too. Once again, well, this is not um, America. Well, this is in Canada, but I'm assuming just like law enforcement, like. In a lot of different places, they're spread very thin yeah. because, once again, like, the funding is not going to towards the right, right. Uh, places. Right. Um, and to think that, like, the investigators missed that piece of right. surveillance footage. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so a whole task force outside of them. Yeah. Um, three task forces. Yeah. Um, did investigating and then found a link. You know, mm. just this one little minivan mm-hmm. or caravan or whatever mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. the link. And it just shows like, wow, like, aren't you guys getting paid for this, though? Right. And like, it, uh, it's a whole other task force outside of you. That, yeah, that was able. That is finding anything. Mm. Like, they didn't even know if it meant anything yet. Mm. But, you know, it's just yeah. like, ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. When they went to Bruce's home to find his car, it had been sold conveniently they took a bunch of time to find out who the car was sold to and they found it they obtained the car in hopes of finding any leftover evidence and they did they found small traces of blood when after testing um found it belong oh sorry yeah they found small traces of blood and then after testing it they found that it belonged to andrew kinsman and Salim isen Crazy. Investigators also obtained warrants to covertly enter Bruce's apt and clone of apt <laughs> apartment. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Investigators also attained obtained. Here I go. There goes my circuit board is freaking tripping out again. (laughs) Investigators also obtained warrants to covertly enter Bruce's apartment and clone his hard drive. After looking at the files that were on his computer, they found photos of both Andrew and Salim after he had killed them. That's crazy. That's wild. I don't know why that's always like the creepiest thing to me. 
when they take photos. Because it's one thing to steal a personal item, which is in itself that is creepy and yeah. scary. But, but to that take happens a, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to take photos, like you want to relive this. Yeah, you want to go back and see it. Like, yeah. What? Where are? I wonder. Like, what the fuck? What do? Yeah. You, what do you do? Yeah. With those photos, it's you're you relive it. It's a That's memory. Crazy. You're reliving that memory. Um, they had Bruce on full surveillance, and on January 18th of 2018. They saw a young Middle Eastern man enter his home, and police went to arrest Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> okay. When they entered Bruce's home, the young man was tied to Bruce's bed with tape over his Dude. mouth and a black bag over his head. Dude, what the fuck? Oh my goodness. That. Ugh. Even without finding the bodies of Andrew and Salim, investigators knew they had enough evidence for a murder conviction. Duh, he was yeah. in the middle of a murder. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Tape over his mouth tied to the bed? With a black bag? With a black bag over, over his, his head? head? Are you kidding That's me? That's a murder. Oh my gosh. He, that boy probably felt like, his, like it was over. Yeah. Like imagine thinking it's over. And then, yeah. And then in the um, last hour. In the last yeah. the last second. Yeah. They come in. Oh my gosh. I just, just yeah. I couldn't imagine. They were only able to prove two murders at the time, but investigators were trying to find out if he was linked to any of the other men that had gone missing. So they traced all of Bruce's online activity. By the end of January, they had been they had their answers. <laughs> God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so remember Bruce was a landscaper. So yeah. police pretty much got search warrants for all of the properties that he had worked on. And remember, a lot of the properties he's worked on, he worked with these men that mm -hmm. had gone missing. Mm -hmm. January 18th, they searched these high-rise condos that Bruce had previously lived in. They brought cadaver dogs that took a special interest in some of the larger planter boxes mm. in, the, in the condo complex. A week later, police announced that they had found at least three dismembered skeletal remains in two of those planter boxes. The planters, that's, dude? Yeah, that's nuts. And they found not three, like like body parts mm -hmm. they found three dismembered like three different people yeah three dismembered skeletal remains mm -mm, that mm -mm. is crazy yep. mm -hmm. in february they announced they found more remains of three more people Jeez. in planters near his home that's so like that uh, is crazy that's so creepy to think that like this guy was hired in landscaping yeah. in a lot of places around this yeah and to think he was stuffing bodies yeah yeah all around town yeah that's crazy and then imagine like your home being like one of them yeah. you know what i mean like could you imagine you like, had no idea i wonder if they felt like an energy there yeah like you know? something and something was off even with him yeah you know? yeah like, you can feel that you can feel when someone's yeah, kind of off because i mean they said like oh he was a trusted person and stuff yeah. like that but like yeah there's got to be something yeah. even after he leaves like 
you know, I'm really like, we're, we're spiritual people. Yeah. And like, we can feel when the energy just isn't right. And I feel like if there was somebody buried in the planters outside of my home, right? I would feel, I feel like you'd feel, even if you didn't know what it was, yeah. you don't probably have no idea what it is, but there's got to be something off mm-hmm. about that. Um, additional planters throughout the entire city were seized and sure enough, more remains were found. In July, they brought cadaver dogs to a nearby ravine where they found more remains. Like, this guy was just, like, basically spreading body parts mm. around the entire city. That is. Um, be- like, they found them everywhere. It They kind of were just like, okay, well, he's been here. Let's check here. Well, okay, there were remains yeah. there. Okay, well, he's also been here. Let's check here. There were remains there, too. Yeah. It was just like he was just leaving a trail yeah. of remains. That's crazy. Ugh, that is. Ugh. Bruce's sentencing began on February 4th of 2019. MacArthur uh, declined to address the court, so he basically said nothing throughout the entire process. He also showed no remorse, and on February 8th, Bruce MacArthur was sentenced to life in prison with eligibility for parole in 25 years. Justice McMahon, who gave the sentence, stated he can apply for parole at 91 years old. However, he is overweight with type 2 diabetes. Yes. So it's unlikely he'll even live that long. Yes. That's what he gets. That is what he gets. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, the fact that he even gets parole is like crazy to me. That's nuts. But like, they know he's not going to make it there anyway. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. But still, I would just let him rot in jail. Yeah. You know, why even like, even though, you know, he's not going to make it, it's still kind of like. Yeah, just. Yeah. Why even. Because what if he does? Why give him hope? Yeah. Because hope can make a person live a long time. Mm -hmm. That is true. Hope is a strong feeling. So here's a note uh, that I found, and this is, like, really creepy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Todd, who's Bruce's friend, visited their house one day and saw that Bruce's bathroom wall was filled with photos of naked men with erections. Mm -mm. Most of them were East Indian or Middle Eastern men. So weird. So weird. So, like, seriously, he had a fetish. Yeah. Um, Clearly. And... Like your bath, your, your bathroom? bathroom wall. I know, and then like not even put it that's away crazy. when a guest is coming yeah. over. That's just weird. Yeah, it's, that's. I just this is another one of those cases where it's very clear that the investigation, like, fortunately, yeah, they found justice and he is put away for the rest of his life. But like, when you go back and all of the victims that we had mentioned, they all, all of them had one thing that tied them all together and that was this man Mm. and the fact that he was not investigated in any of these until the very end Mm -hmm. is like it's crazy because Mm -hmm. what are you investigating if there's literally one person that ties all of these people together yeah and you couldn't find that like what's up with that yeah exactly they didn't want to exactly i mean that's the point i felt like it was quite um Obvious, but I feel like with most of these cases where there is an obvious MO, you yeah, know what I mean? Obvious, I, yeah. It seems to not be obvious with the investigators. And I, I did want to like point this out too, and I wasn't going to, but I will. Um, obviously, most of these men were like um, Indian or Middle Eastern right. and things like that. Um, 
the person who they were able to uh, basically like link to Bruce MacArthur, mm-hmm. Andrew, rest in peace to him, rest in peace to all of, all of them. Mm-hmm. He was a white man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's just crazy how it's ironic how, you know, yeah, how brown men victims out of eight victims, all of them brown, all of them With gay. The they were getting they were getting picked off one by one by one by one by mm-hmm. one. But the one white man that was a victim, they were able it was up to find there. his murderer, yeah. you know, from there. So it's just like uh it, it it sucks. Like obviously rest in peace to him that it's very sad yeah. that all of them had to go through this, but it's just very interesting how that works. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then a part of me is like, well, luckily they they did have him because if they didn't have Andrew, then this guy would just then, still be out here on the Yeah, streets. exactly. And who knows how many other lives would have exactly gosh, would have not been um would not have justice. Yeah, honestly. Because he was going like Man after man after yeah, man, picking he could, them off. He probably still be picking, picking them, them, off. them off. Yeah, mm-hmm. right now. So, ooh, that's scary. <laughs> it's it's coming. It, yeah, it's coming. That was me in the car though. Yeah, other day. I know. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way. No, there's no. I, no, way. now I get it." <laughs> like if there was an El Pollo Loco right there, I would totally oh, drive in. I get it. Like, I can't. Like, I get it. Okay. Are we recording? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Guys, this is the outro. I got to go. <laughs> Use the bathroom so bad. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys for tuning in, though. This is Cocktail Murder. Yes. Um, that was another, like, crazy story. Super crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, super gnarly, too. Um, but, yeah, as per usual, you guys are awesome. Uh, make sure you tell your aunties about us. We are on TikTok, Cocktail Murder Pod. Yes. And, um, of course, follow our Instagram page, Cocktail Murder. And if you want to send us a nice little cute little email or note, um, be sure to email us at cocktailmurder at gmail.com. And, um, yes, until then, we can cheers it out to the next media. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs>